Well, we are absolutely back with another banger episode. Best podcast on planet Absolute Earth. Let's freaking go, okay? Um, Kellen shaved, so he might look a little different. No mustache anymore. And can I just put it on the record? Kellen absolutely hates doing podcasts by himself. By himself. It is one of the worst <laughs> things ever because I literally feel myself breathing all the time. Because like I'll be talking and I'm like... And then I don't know You're when like to breathe and stuff. It's so nice having someone else because they don't have to worry about like saying something and like, okay, I don't know. That's how I feel when I talk for long periods of time. I feel like I forget to breathe. Like when <laughs> I'm in the too. classroom and I do like a read aloud for the kids, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> and I like just do it in one big breath. No, I get anxiety. I know. Surprisingly. Yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> it exists to no, you. But I get anxiety when I'm doing it because I see youtube videos all the time where people are mic'd up and people in the comments will be like geez dude take a breath and it'd be yeah. just like normal talking but you just it just ha- it's yeah. natural and you're not about to go through the entire pod e- episode and just, and just cut, cut out, block out every breaths. breath yeah it's gonna make it sound like one continuous monologue which isn't normal whatsoever yeah but what did we, i feel like did we we watched a movie recently we got to do a movie review obviously which one did we watch Wait, did we watch I feel like we what did. Have we, what have we watched? I watched All Quiet on Western Front. That's okay. That was pretty freaking good. Reviews. Valid. This is, sorry. My glasses are annoying me because there's like a glare. Dude, um, I swear to we God watched, we watched something. We watched or we just finished the show called Drink, oh, Drink Masters. Masters. Pretty freaking good show. On Netflix. And it's all about like mixology and bartending. And How's that the one man? was good. I love it. I looked him up on Instagram today. I really? tried to see if he, but I don't, I don't know. How I he's doing in life? I didn't even... I don't know. Did if, you find his Instagram? I didn't look too hard. I looked oh. up Tao Drink Masters and nothing showed up. So I think we probably Ugh. have to Google that. It's probably a Googleable thing. Yeah, I I wanted him to win. I that's who I rooted for, but he didn't. You gotta oh, watch the whole I thing. I shouldn't have said that. What do you mean? I just gave a spoiler. I just spoiled it. Sorry, but he didn't <laughs> what win. Do you mean? You, yeah. Oh yeah. He didn't win. Right. Someone else wins, yeah. but I won't say who. But oh god, yeah, we didn't really mess that up. <laughs> Sorry, guys, if you go and watch that. Yeah. <laughs> highly doubt anybody's watching. No, yeah. yeah that is okay. UFC and mixology. <laughs> <laughs> what a, okay. And the Andor, we have like a we sick did, Andor episode we get to watch tonight. I feel like we Finally have. busting we out of the jail. Movie. What movie did we watch? I don't know. Oh, New Amsterdam? Did we talk about that? Oh, yeah. Amsterdam. We saw Amsterdam. Did I we say we that? I think we maybe talked about that. Yeah, I think we did, actually, because we talked about uh how the really, rotten there's been a lot of rotten streaming content recently i wish there's I could have a, a few movies i want to watch i want to watch my policeman with harry styles mm. and i really want to watch um what's that other one uh oh the greatest beer run ever i do still want to watch you that still one watch that. oh and mr corman we've been watching mr corman on apple <laughs> it's interesting i kind of like it i'm not gonna lie Kellen joseph really gordon levitt's such he a likes, good actor he likes these types of shows that don't really have Very much abstract. like there's not really a plot to it it's just good filming like mm-hmm. that's really all there is to it like there's not really a whole big storyline yeah. like he likes shows like that. I love to get into a storyline, like a mystery or something I need to figure out or like something. Bianca always likes jumping the gun. So she can't just ever like sit back and like enjoy something that has no meaning. She doesn't like that. 
That's exactly well, right. Also, That's exactly right. The show has to do with in- him having anxiety attacks, and it kind of like triggers <laughs> my anxiety. Because well, it has these little triggers that are like there's dung, like sound triggers and dung. things, so it kind of freaks me out. So it's not just that that I can't just sit down and appreciate it. It's like there's little things in it that I'm like, this is giving me anxiety. I should yeah. be enjoying this, not anxious. Because it also has to do with him being a teacher, and that's what I'm going to school for. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I don't want to see this on and my you're free time. Reality a little bit. Okay. No. You want to tell the story about you not having a desk? I think that's kind of a fun thing. Okay, to share. we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about <laughs> things about this. But let's get on to this. Okay. A few things on the docket for y'all, right? <laughs> um, we well, have first of all, fun whiteboards here. Yeah. One of the things. Fun on game the- that I just went off the fly when i'm excited because he didn't tell me what we're doing with this so right it, i mean it's not gonna like knock your socks off you're not gonna be like wow kellen but i hopefully it's kind of fun and so i the main things i wanted to talk about first of all didn't even understand that ufc 281 was a thing this week that just goes to show how out of the loop i am with everything else going on but it was very nice surprise to see ufc 281 because i saw the first like embedded episode i was like wow really that's this week yeah because i feel like they didn't really promote it that well during last week's fight i night. didn't realize that was this week yeah wait maybe they did what's the who's the main card it's or- adesanya versus michelle Pieta, uh not michelle Pieta, alex Pieta. you would think that that would um no get- it was definitely big hype but i just it's kind of just flown over my head just because everything that's like gone on you know it's been a, a really busy just like elections and all that a lot yeah, of just no, everything's I say, going on. I mean, I haven't personally watched UFC with you in like two months. Yeah, but like, you, what are you doing on Saturday? Nothing. Yeah, we're I mean, going to watch work. this. This is big time. Well, because I was going to say, usually I'm with Ashley. We're doing are something the with morning? the girls. I don't oh, get perfect. I get off at like we're gonna 430. Get watch sick fights. This is going to be one of the best cards of the year, dude. This thing is stacked. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Oh, yes, really? Yes, I like sir. that. Dan Hooker versus Claudio Poyes. Oh, and Hooker's fighting. It's going to be Carlos Oberg, the Black Jag. The dude that looks like The Rock, you know? All of um, City Kickboxing guys. I just it, want um, Robert Whitaker to fight. That's all I care about. He's fighting Paulo Costa. A guy came into my work the other day and he was from New Zealand or Australia, one of the two. Mm. But he had he had two daughters. <laughs> no, but he, it was him and his wife and his two kids. And he was wearing like a red beanie. He was tan and really tall, like a bigger guy. He wasn't like tan, like super tan, but he was tan. And he... um started talking and i was like i just started staring at him i know it's i was like please just keep just talking so cool. i know it's and his wife and his two kids didn't obviously have that accent so they must have been born here yeah or before. raised here but it was so cool because he was and he's just like a he was just a funny guy yeah like, like they always have good so personalities yeah i'm like i want to go there yeah. we should go there this summer mm-hmm. to australia well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do a girl strip, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd come back single? <laughs> yeah. Because of me or because of you? Because of you. But you'd probably want to find an Australian girl. No, actually, I wouldn't. Actually, I wouldn't. You would want to stay with me? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I was writing things down throughout the week, right? And, and I was looking at UFC 281 card. And I was just saying, man... It's going to be a great mix of vets along with guys that are also kind of up and coming prospects underrated. And that underrated seg- the little part of my mind was like, wow, Kellen, there's some underrated prospects on here. 
So why don't we go through? And I checked on All Gear No Game because we've done a lot of episodes. I don't think we've ever really done a f- like a list of like some of the most underrated prospects or underrated UFC fighters right now. Like not even prospects, just like not even like newcomers. I mean, I, I put a couple newcomers kind of, but I made sure to keep it mostly like people that have been in the UFC for a bit. Just underrated people in general, honestly. Yeah. Okay. So I, ha- I have a list and I was supposed to do like five and then going through like MMARank.com, I was like, okay gonna be a few like slashes in here because i'm gonna have to do some honorable mentions for sure and so that's that and then me and bianca are gonna play a little game but first of all really quickly okay really quick really quick i did an episode by myself and i did not think amanda lemos was gonna win and she absolutely annihilated not really annihilated but i mean she standing ko and it could have went on maybe a little bit but amanda lemos the rankings and i kind of like doing the episodes on wednesday because it's like after the pay-per-view press conference and then like after all so wednesday's the, our new day our new day because usually it was tuesday maybe yeah tuesday's when the rankings come out yeah and the ranking why is amanda lemos above jessica andrage i know jessica andrage is like at 125 right now but like last time i checked jessica andrage put amanda lemos in a standing arm triangle in like the first round so like i don't understand amanda lemos is like number three and jessica <laughs> andrage is number four that doesn't make too much sense i think they're just trying to push a new prospect up obviously and the winner between carlos barza or zhang Lee might actually fight amanda lemos and that's going to be cracked out because imagine if zhang Lee wins okay and then we get zhang Lee versus amanda lemos or Lee zhang one of the most explosive 115ers versus knockout power 115 and then also another 115er that surprised the shit out of me was poliana viana the the freaking combo that she put on whoever <laughs> she was fighting dude i don't even remember it was um Hmm. Yu Fry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was absolute combo. One of the combos of the year, I'm for sure. Dude, the way she was just plunking the chin and then finally cracked her and then she just went unconscious. It Did was I? Clean. I don't think I saw that fight, huh? Well, you weren't here last weekend, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you came over. Wait, you didn't last weekend? Yeah, this last weekend. You weren't here on oh, Saturday. Oh, this past last weekend. I was thinking like the last last weekend, I was like, you didn't watch the fights either because it no. was the Cider Festival. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, I don't even think the fights were even that crazy. That weekend, yeah. Are they even fights? Dude, out of the <laughs> loop a little bit. Huh? It was like a bye week for the 49ers. <laughs> just like everything just goes out the window. You. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. So that's kind of the, just the main segue from that card. Crazy. And there were some, I don't even, I need to look it up go back and look the nerd and becca versus Derek minner i think there was a little bit of a little sketchy stuff going on with that fight i don't know if that got cleared or anything today like maybe a little Derek minner pretended to like uh, get injured or something i don't know um and then also mario bautista looked like an absolute pro savage miranda maverick killer grant dawson yeah L- list goes on and on some crazy fights okay i don't think there's any anything too crazy that's got announced i don't know oh doohoo Choi. yeah but I get so let's just get into this freaking list right now, okay? Yeah. Let's get into it. It's actually crazy how deep some of the divisions are, okay? So let's this is my official I have composed for you. The most official list of underrated UFC fighters, okay? And when I say them, you're gonna be like, Oh, Kellen, you're either really stupid or like maybe you'll think that I They're probably gonna the think you're stupid, list. but then it's gonna end up probably working out in your favor. I feel like you're good at calling things in the future, but not for things that are in the moment. Like, 
coming up close you know what <laughs> yeah I mean? i'm more of a like long-term predictor yeah, you can see like the potential, potential exactly yeah as for how it's gonna go right now i don't know <laughs> um should we start off with the game yeah no not the game oh. is gonna stay for later when we talk about ufc 281 card. about this if you i mean can't you're gonna be really let down when it actually happens oh but Let's Whoa. get into this official list of most underrated UFC fighters, okay? okay. Starting with the men's 125-pound division, okay? And I'm not going to go too in-depth on the fighter, obviously, just for sake of time, because that could go on forever. Um, I think that Starboy Manel Cop is one of the criminally underrated at 125-pound division. I mean, the amount of star power this guy has, I mean, he got screwed against Mateusz Nikolaou, I want to say. And um, I think that he is by far, like, one of the most exciting 125 pounders and he's criminally underrated i don't understand why we don't talk about him more i think he's got an up he's got a fight maybe upcoming i don't know i don't think so and one of his fights got canceled i think so yeah that's my 125 pound guy that's most underrated okay number 135 135 pound division another dude that is absolutely underrated is ricky simone we just don't talk about him mm -hmm. enough i mean he had got a little bit of star power when he was uh i mean i've heard of him so i know he yeah he's an absolute decent. beast dude yeah. he's the, one of the most he can either hold you on the ground and elbow your face in or he can knock you out on the feet and we just don't talk about him enough and i ha there's obviously the list goes on and on for 135 pounders in terms of guys that maybe don't get enough recognition but i think that the fact that ricky simone is like inside that top 10 i believe somewhere i think he's at nine ish maybe or no he's at 11 I think the fact that he's really that that like he's solidified himself as one of the best in the division, but also we don't talk about it enough. Gotta give this guy a little bit more, you know. Gotta give him some more props because he's beat some good guys and he has the skill set to beat anybody in the division, and that's a fact. So we just gotta we gotta talk about um, Ricky Simone some more, okay? Give him some love, and then going into welterweight division, I skipped uh, heavyweight and light heavyweight because i mean it's got to be giles and almeida the guy just fluctuates from both divisions and like i know that a lot of people probably already know about him but he's the most underrated and he's up and coming for sure and then at 185 pounds there's a bunch of guys and i've already kind of talked about him like michelle shajic mm -hmm. andre mooney's drikas duplessis those guys are probably the most underrated but i left them out the welterweight division honestly was probably the toughest for me to find guys because it's like it's pretty top heavy the welterweight division i mean when you look through it besides guys like michelle pijeda and a few other dudes it's going to take a bit of time for them to get up there into the leon edwards kamar Usman, colby covington level but those guys kind of are on the up and out though because besides leon because kamaro is getting old colby covington is getting old you know he's oh. getting so old that pollyanna Viana doesn't even want to be with him what? did you see that thing though no dude he's that was funny bro oh about what? Yeah, that was freaking hilarious, dude. If you know what we're talking about, then they obviously do. Yeah. Um, wait, what was I gonna say? Oh, how old is Colby Covington? He's really not that old. I think he's like thirty-five, thirty-four, thirty-five. Thirty-five? Wait, he is older than I thought. Yeah, he just has a young. He's just a young, but he's gonna be. He doesn't look that young. He just has a still young gonna be the best because the way Colby Covington like approaches life. He's thirty-four. The way Colby Covington, oh, he's he's fine, but the way he just constantly wanting to become a champion like he's always going to be in great like he's just like a michael chandler yeah michael chandler's like 36 and they're just like in the best shape of their life that's honestly good for them because like i mean how old is conor mcgregor he had that 34 33. yeah and he had that drive like years ago 
when he was younger. Yeah. So now that he's older and he has kids, he, he doesn't really have it as much. Yeah. I mean, that just comes with the territory. When you're a freaking richest dude in the sport, you know, what are you going to do? He's so lucky that that happened. Yeah. Because of his, the way he acts. Floyd Mayweather, baby. Um, now, Walterweight, like we were saying, I think that the most underrated dude in the division, I had two, okay? Jake Matthews, the way he ran through uh, Andre Fialu, who was one of the f- sickest prospects we've had seen so far in 2022 or 2021. Um, I think that Jake Matthews, dude, if he can just find a way to have that clean, slick boxing with his hands low, like Bobby King Green style, but then also with his grappling, um, with his just whole entire background on the ground like he literally background that's a little bit of a pun there yeah the back his background on the ground oh. if you could put all that together there's I no reason that's why that can't pun that's a play on play words. on words i don't even know that's not a pun i thought of a sick pun the other day but i completely space on it oh i was gonna say, say it what it, it is i can't think of it it was funny though it was funny to me but jake matthews it. put it all together you could definitely leap into the get ranked extremely soon and then also Santiago Ponzinibbio has got Santiago Ponzinibbio has got robbed on his last few fights. His fight against Michelle Pejeda. I thought he won. Who else did he fight? Uh, complete. It doesn't even really matter. But I think that he is his absolute scrapper. Everything he does, beast mode. The way he just gets in the pocket is not afraid to throw down. Feels like he's a little bit of a slow starter, especially in three round fights. But he turns it on late and makes a fight out of it every single time. And he's just tough as nails, dude. And I think that fight against. Li Jing Liang, when he came back, I believe that he just had a little bit of ring rust and he got caught, but everybody gets caught, you know what I'm saying? Every once in, and every now and again. But he's, ever since he's come back, even at 36, 30, yeah, I think he's 36, he still looks good. And so I think he's got a fight against Robbie Lawler coming up, and that's going to be a banger. So um, that's I don't know if Santiago's ever going to get back into the top five, but he's going to probably – he's like been fluctuating in that lower teens – but I think that he's going to maybe hopefully make a run. I just, cause I just love watching a fight every single time. And then, so that's welterweight. Now this is the thing. Claudio Poyes is fighting uh, Dan Hooker. It's going to be a sick fight. I said, I'm not going to go really in depth because Claudio Poyes is like the main inspiration for this. I think he's extremely under, underrated for lightweight division just because he's so mm-hmm. good on the ground and you obviously have Do you to think be. he's going to win? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough test. There's a couple guys that are young that are up and coming and they're gonna have tough tests ahead well, of them because also hasn't dan not been doing that that great yeah, lately but he's been fighting like buzzsaws like arnold allen he's been fight. he fought islam makhachev That's on short true. notice dude i thought yeah. they were kind of like a no-name guy that he fought though he fought nasrat hawkprost and he beat him using wrestling oh and then uh he lost to michael chandler so he's yeah. just he's yeah been, that's he's true ran into just some absolute but that's the name of the shows. game like there's also people that are doing that too yeah but he's so. never been the same after his D- dustin poirier fight he was in an absolute brawl with dustin poirier and took a shitload of damage oh like he was, that's right he was actually piecing up dustin a little bit but dustin throughout the course of the fight didn't was he just, get knocked out no it was a decision oh and then before that he was yeah. also in a fight with paul felder where he got knocked out no he was oh. like it was, a, it was <laughs> like the exact he had like same. a really bad knockout yeah michael yeah michael knocked him out he just had a string of just a ton of damage and he just really hasn't been the same but hopefully he's been rested up i don't know because he i don't he didn't get knocked out he got submitted against islam and then oh, okay. he oh he got knocked out against uh arnold allen though is that who i'm thinking of yeah it was bad was it, but he went recent? down 145 too so like that kind of plays a part in it was he, that recent yeah it was his last fight oh okay 
Yeah, and Arnold Allen is obviously one of the most heavy-hitting 145ers up and coming for yes. sure. So yeah, he's he's won in his last five, but he's fought Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, Nasrat, Islam, Arnold. Yeah, like you said, he's fighting tough guys, so that makes sense. Yeah, he's not he's not shitty, bro. He's gonna give Claudio his toughest fight of his life. I guarantee it. But I like Claudio, like I was saying, underrated just because of his ground game, the way he just transitions constantly into submissions, and then also pretty competent on the feet as well. I like he's pretty technical, likes to throw kicks up the middle, like teeps. He isn't afraid to brawl with you a little bit. So, yeah, he's super well-rounded. And I like also, this is one you guys are going to give me a little bit crazy about because I was like thinking Michael Johnson There's some <laughs> other dudes. But I think that, hear me out. Still kind of young, has figured out a new niche. Mark Jacasey, okay. Niche. N- niche? Yeah, I think it's like interchangeable. I hear people say niche, niche. It's whatever. But Mark Jacasey, <laughs> okay. The man has just fought, his last two, he fought Demir Hadzovic, Hadzovic or something. And then he fought. <laughs> looking at me for doing <laughs> the name. I don't know. And then he fought uh, Vyshlev Borshev. So a couple of tongue twisters. But he's absolutely ragdolling these guys and doesn't get tired at all. And we already know how good of a kickboxer he is on the feet. He can stand with anybody. He stand with Rafael Fazeev and made a fight out of it as, of course, the fight went on. So I think that he he's found his new thing. I'm just going to avoid saying niche. niche. <laughs> but he's found his new thing. He doesn't get tired. And he finds a way to sink in submissions and get finishes. So if he can just find a way just like Jake Matthews and mold this together, there's no reason why he can't make a run. Mm. He's going to be one of the sickest. He's going to be honestly... Making prediction because we just talked about this earlier in the episode. I'm a big far out yeah. thinker, <laughs> not a, not a right now thinker, and maybe Mark Jacasey could be one of the guys that we see because he's got the build, he's got the frame to just stuff takedowns, take you down, and he has the lung capacity, obviously, to not get tired after constantly just grabbing your legs, taking them out from under you, just constantly, dude. So yeah, that's and we know that his tiring. kicks are crazy, and he just he has. A really good well-rounded stand-up game he can do anything you want so i think mark chicasey's guys you got to keep him in mind okay um now 145 i'm gonna go through these quick nathaniel wood julian arosa josh coolibau all those guys crackers um nathaniel wood bro the fact that he's come no. in and he fought uh charles rosa and charles jordan and got dubs over them quite relatively easily says a lot about him he has mm. the weight going up and weight hasn't affected him whatsoever julian arosa <laughs> the dude is just a grinder okay the way that he I just i always think that's a girl when any <laughs> every time you say that i think you yeah. say juliana <laughs> yeah i know I, I always when i see him i just think of you <laughs> like you just said it and i'm like oh he's juliana talking about rosa. a girl juliana rosa but yeah his fight against steven peterson one of the sickest fights of the year also beat just keep beat akeem Duwadu, and then josh cooley bow his fight against Sung Wo Choi was madness, okay? So, oh, super <laughs> underrated 145ers. Madness. And then, uh, in terms of, like, 145er women, Josiane Nunes, little fire truck, dude. I'll never forget. It's forever ingrained in my mind, the fact that I was like, who is this girl coming in 5'2", fighting, like, six-foot-tall Bay Malecki? Comes in and just cracks with an o- overhand, like, who left is, or something. Who is it? Josiane Nunes. Oh. She's, she's just a little Brazilian. She's 2-0 in the UFC now, but... She has moved up from like she's little, she's five two, and she's fighting at one hundred thirty five and one hundred forty five pound division, and so she underrated, bro. And she, I think she has a fight coming up in. Uh, she's fighting somebody tough. It's gonna be a good card. I forget exactly what card it is, but yeah, cool. Raquel Pennington also at one hundred thirty five pounds, killer. I love her boxing. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield, who's gonna be fighting on this card, do um, UFC two eighty one, super underrated dude. The fact that she can basically, she got. I think she fought uh, Aspen. No, no. 
she fought somebody her last time and this is jj aldrich maybe and she was like kind of struggling on the feet a bit and she ended up coming back bro and she got that submission and so she that just showed she's really resilient and then her fight before that was that against each yeah and then she fought miranda maverick who obviously just got a dub this last weekend um and took her down relentlessly and then she beat sarah alpar bro aaron blanchfield is on the absolute rise and then she's fighting molly mccann and i think molly mccann has just met her absolute match bro there's no no way that aaron blanchfield loses to molly mccann if she gets peace up on the feet dude there's just no way that she's I'm not gonna, gonna be able, laugh she's not gonna you, change levels when this bro. is wrong aaron blanchfield is gonna change levels and <laughs> submit molly mccann that's my prediction hype train stops now hype train stops now okay um then finally uh, Aaron Blanchfield and then Natalia Silva dude she's an absolute killer like one of the best female prospects we've come out of UFC uh, her fight on the Josh Emmett versus Cater card was crazy um, Natalia Silva beast mode and I think it was her UFC debut also and then also lastly Cheyenne Vlismas I don't know if she has a fight coming up but she's a beast in 115 underrated so that's my complete underrated list okay I agree. tell me what you think I'm gonna put this on uh I'm gonna tag all of them. I'm gonna put it on a all green no game Instagram. Oh, like really? That? How do you like them apples? Huh? I need to make some <laughs> Instagram posts because I literally. But that kind of defeats the purpose. Like you guys don't what? even have to watch the episode of it. I know. But you need to do like a teaser <laughs> yeah, or something. Do a couple of them. I'll do like a few of them. Yeah, you. Yeah, just tease it a little. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you should post more because you don't post that much on the, of the account. No, I just get sick and tired of sitting by my computer all the time because it's like that's what I do outside of this. I know. So it's you tough. are you're you are constantly on your computer yeah. for everything. Yeah. Um okay. I had another topic. Which UFC champion or division, like which one is most susceptible to becoming a double champ? And I'm just gonna keep this real straightforward with you. I don't see one happening anytime soon. Really? I, I, I was thinking about that in bed, like which one is easiest or which one is most like what, what like one, capable? Yeah, like and I just can't see one. Do you do you see one? I, I mean like the closest one so it'd be like Volkanovski moving up to fight Islam yeah I don't think that's gonna happen no that's true and then like you have what about in the Islam like, moving up to fight Leon Edwards at 155 to 170 I, I don't I could see that maybe, yeah the skill set's there but I mean and then what are the other ones I mean you could have Hiri Prohoshka moving up he wouldn't beat Francis Ngannou bro there's no way the only one I could see happening is if John Jones comes back, gets the heavyweight belt, and then moves down, he'd beat Harry Brajka. That'd be sick. Well, I don't want that to happen, but oh, I don't like John. What about the girls? You? What about who? Um, oh, double champ girls. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, one fifteen probably isn't going to beat Valentina Shevchenko. You're going to wrap. It'd be. It would have to be like Valentina or a one twenty five er moving up to beat. Um, Julie. G- uh, uh, Amanda. Amanda Nunes, at one thirty five, yeah, yeah. and I don't really see that happening. I mean, she got beat that one time. I mean, if it's more likely to happen, it'd probably be the girl. Yeah. I don't see anybody from 125 men's moving up and beating a 135-pounder. Like, I don't see Davis and Figueredo or uh, Brandon Moreno oh. moving up and beating Alishman Sterling. Like, I don't think mm, there, there's no way. Yeah. He would just ragdoll him, I think. Yeah, but, I can't see um, that. Maybe Henry Cejudo, though. I think Henry Cejudo has the wrestling to hang with Alishman, but he's not even fighting right now, so, like, that's not even a thing. Yeah, then you're, you're right. I mean... I didn't think about that. Like, about Israel Asanya, we obviously see, like, if he can't go up and beat um, Jan Blachowicz, there's no way he's going to beat um, Hiri Prohoshka. True. And there's the, there's no way that Leon Edwards can move up to 185 and beat Izzy. 
I, the only welterweight that I could see moving up to 185 and maybe giving problems is Colby. But yeah, I think he would still get knocked the fuck out. Like, there's no way. Like, he'd get pieced up by Islam. If he... Islam? No. Colby. No. Fighting Islam? I think that Islam's the best chance. Just because of his style. And how big and strong he is. Like, okay, like, Islam has the best chance against uh, Leon Edwards. Leon has the best chance... I mean, uh, Islam has the best chance against Kamaru and Colby. And those are, like, the only guys that are ever going to really hold the belt. Yeah. Right now. No one else at Welterweight's going to touch the belt for a while. Besides those three guys. Yeah, you're right. So, hmm. What would need to happen, then, to get those belts a-moving? Henry would have to win. I think that Amanda would somehow have to lose, but that's not going to happen. She lost that one time. Yeah, but that was kind of. She kind of needed again. that. She kind of needed that though. To push her. I feel like a yeah. little bit of like an ego crusher. Just to like, get you motivated again. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's get into the game. Okay, let's get into this UFC two eight one. Absolute banger! Look game. at how this okay? looks. It literally, this is what I've been doing. Um, looks like Finding Nemo. <laughs> I just realized. I like it. My my thing is that I wanted to do is not going to blow your socks off. I'm going to name off the main card, and then I we, we can like write down who th- we think is going to win, and then compare lists and maybe like talk about why we think that certain person is going to win. Okay, but uh, you obviously have an advantage because I probably am not even going to know a lot. I think of the... that you have a pretty good idea, though. No, I I will know the main. Can we just do the main card? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Not everything, just the top, the five fighters. Oh, okay. On, on the main card. Yeah, then I'll like the pay per view. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll start at the bottom. You think Dan Hooker or Claudio Paez is gonna win? Okay, you need to write it. Okay. Hmm. I already kind of gave mine away, but I could throw a curveball in there. You never know. So also, don't know how to spell these guys' names. Right so here. give me. You don't know how to spell leeway. Hooker? I'm not spelling Hooker. Is it your phone ringing? Is that your phone ringing? No, nothing's ringing. We're good. Okay. Yeah. And t- okay, so let's go through the whole thing, okay? okay wait, now wait, we have wait, a, wait. I have it written. I didn't. Oh, wait, I'm going to put mine at the bottom, though, and then work my way up to the top. Put mine at the bottom. Oh, this eraser's terrible. Okay. Mine's fine. All right. I got my first one down. Okay, me too. Moving on. We've got uh, Frankie Edgar versus Chris Gutierrez. Chris Gutierrez in Strain Striker. And then this is Frankie Edgar's retirement fight. And he's still kind of a beast still, though. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, I can tell by his um, ranking or his... Uh, he was former lightweight champion of the world. But, yeah, he, he ran into a tough Cheeto Vera and Corey Sanhagen. Like, that's not easy to do, especially how old he is. Okay. Those guys are in their primes. Okay. I've got it. And then we're okay. going to see at the end of this, then maybe when we do a next, the next pod, we can compare who <laughs> okay. was right. Okay. We'll leave, we probably, won't erase these. I'll probably be right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bianca's going to freaking destroy me on this. Okay. The <laughs> main not. one that you know really well, Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poirier. This is going to, this is a really good fight. Like, Dude, the last time Michael Chandler was in MSG. Freaking crap. Here, that landed on my right shirt. <laughs> the last stain? No, it's just dry erase. We have a tide stick. Always have a tide. If I was on uh, <laughs> GQ Essentials, I would have a tide stick, and I'd be like, just because my girlfriend needs it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the messiest person. Yeah. Okay. Dustin versus Michael. This is really hard. 
I actually don't know. I'm going to take like, a, this is like 50-50. The last time M- Michael was at MSG was when he fought for you. I want Michael Justin. to win, but I could see, I think I could see Dustin winning. Okay. But I could, see, but I want Michael to win, but I think Dustin I think that's win. how a lot of people feel. Bro, I don't know. I know. It's tough. It's tough. It's going to be also, such a like, good fight. The, there's a height advantage, isn't there? Isn't Dustin taller than Michael? I think they're both 5'9". Michael's a little smaller. He might be like 5'8". Yeah. yeah. Dustin, I for sure, is like 5'9". I think he's like 6 foot. Dustin's not 6 foot. Then Michael's like 5'7". Yeah, maybe. He's going to say he's 5'8". I'm going to say he's Freaking frick. Who do you who do you say? I wrote mine down. This is you. I know, but this I want you. you to tell me. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna go with. <sighs> Write it down. I know. I thought you were gonna say no, it. What? <laughs> okay. Five. Also, their freaking four. Their rankings are their what's it called? Their records yeah their records are like the almost the exact same i mean dustin's has five more fights but his is 25 this is 28 oh you've got the glasses on too well <laughs> they're blue light i'm not tricking anybody okay i'm just gonna go with my gut okay okay now we got Carla Sparza versus Shung Wei Li. Carla was in that insanely boring fight against Thug Rose Nami Yunus. Remember that? Where yeah, they barely I threw know any... who I have. Oh my god. Okay. Now we've got Izzy versus Pieda. Pieda's knocked him out twice at kickboxing. But well, as we know, Israel Adesanya is an absolute killer. And that's the reason why he is where he is today, probably. Is because I know, of this but guy. I don't like him. So Alex, are we gonna get an and new? Or are we gonna go with the freaking most dominant one of the most dominant guys his on planet record earth right is now. really small for him yeah because he moved from kickboxing into the mma but isn't he old he's like 34 oh i thought he was in his 40s no alex is like 34 ish. i feel like he's in the ufc longer no he has three fights he fought made his debut against Mikalidis, and then he fought fights. bruno silva and then he fought well yeah he had other ones in different promotions and then you've knocked oh, out sean strickland so this is with this is his third he's three on the ufc huh okay 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 i do believe that there's gonna be a crazy upset in this okay we should circle which Re- one we think is gonna be the upset okay Hit me with it. Okay, wait, hold on. I have to figure out who I think is gonna be the upset. Well, shouldn't it be pretty obvious? <laughs> <laughs> it's between the two for me. You're flashing the camera. It's so it between even Michael as upset or Adesanya. Okay, I'm gonna hit- go with. I mean, anything Michael does. Okay, read me upset. your list. Let's show. Okay. You're getting Hooker. Hooker, I Chris. Clock. I got. You changed that one because you said the other guy. Yeah. You said you think the other guy I'm had it. Switch it. No, I said that these are going to be the toughest tests for these guys. Poyas has never fought a dude I know, like Dan but Hooker I thought before. you said that you think Claudio is going to win. I know, but Dan Hooker's a gangster. Okay, I think so. I've got Dan Hooker. 
I've got Chris Gutierrez, Dustin Poirier, Carlos Barza. With uh, even though I think it's like people are expecting Zhang to win, but I, I think Zhang. that Carla is going to be motivated as shit, and I think she could okay, control. Keep going, Izzy. Okay, I've got Claudio Poyes, Chris Gutierrez, Michael Chandler, Zhang, J- Weili Zhang, Zhang. Zang, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. And Israel Adesanya. I like it. Yeah, I think that... And I think Michael's going to be the upset. Is that what you were going to say? No, Carla's my upset because I think Dustin wins. Carla is the champ, but I think a lot of people are expecting... I don't like Zhang to win. Already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Jung is going to win. And I think she's got a good chance. And I, I just think, think Carla... You don't think Michael has it in him to be to be Dustin? I think he really does, especially in a three-round fight. See, that's the thing is I think people are going to think Dustin's going to win, but I think Michael's going to beat him. How do you see the fight playing out, though? I don't know, because I also could see Dustin winning. That was the hardest one. You know, it took me like a minute to answer. Dustin says it's going to be like a collision in the middle of the octagon. But I got a feeling that Michael's going to... Like first round? Yeah. Like, I think they're going to throw down in the first round. I think that Michael's going to change levels and try to win. I think he's going to fight a smarter fight than he's ever fought in the UFC. I don't think Dustin's going to get knocked out. I do. Th- I just don't know if it's going to go to d- finishing decision. Dustin Poirier is hard. So is finishing Michael Chandler. So it's either going to decision, or do you think someone can have enough, uh, like maybe ground game and like choke him out? Michael could do that. Yeah, dude, he's a beast wrestler. Like, that's, see, there you go. But Dustin's Dustin's the man. He knows what he's doing on the ground. Yeah, but. I don't know. That's why I could see Dustin winning, obviously. Like, they're both just good fighters. I didn't even know who Dustin was till the freaking Connor fight. If Michael beats Dustin Poirier, though, bro, like, Dustin Poirier beat Justin Gaethje. And so he's basically getting that win back, Loki. Which he almost did win that, didn't he? I mean, yeah. So I could see him winning this one. It's going to be a sick-ass fight. But I think Carla is going to be the one that shocks everybody. And I think Dan Hooker's act- Dan Hooker's actually I feel like people probably are counting out Dan Hooker. Yeah, I agree. And that was I was going to almost put that as the up as an upset is maybe yeah. he wins against Claudio. Like when I'm looking at it though is cuz it's like Nasra Hackbrass is a really good fighter. And like Dan Hooker basically outwrestled him, so like Dan Hooker could do that to Claudio. Like there's no reason why he can't. So that's what I'm thinking, bro. These that was We aren't going to touch these whiteboards until that night. No, yeah. Leave and it right here. We're going to bring these back on on the next pod and figure out who we're going to correct our work like in school. Who was right and Some who was editing, wrong. Some editing like they like sound drink master. No, this is called corrections. <laughs> <laughs> like in school. <laughs> like in school. Okay. Is there any There's like Really quickly, can we go through this? What are this? we at right can now? We go, We're we, at 40 minutes. Can we go through the whole card really quick? Carlos Olberg is going to win. Julio Arce is going to win. Sungwoo Choi is going to win. Um, I think uh, Kowalkowicz is going to win. I think Otman Ozaitar is going to win. I think Andre Petrovsky is going to win. Andre, remember? From Ultimate Fighter. You remember oh, Andre Petrovsky? he's fighting? Yeah. Sweet. Aaron Blanchfield's going to win. I think that Dominic Reyes is going to win. I think that Brad Quick Riddell is going to win. I think Dan's going to win. Frankie, Dustin, Carla, and Izzy. And I think Izzy does it dominantly. Dominant fashion. Okay. So you think it's an easy win for him? Not easy, but I think that he 
shows people who's boss. Because I think people do that every time. Yeah, but he's gonna be forced to fight Alex because Alex isn't scared of him. Alex has the same body as him, has knocked him out already, has beat him twice in kickboxing, knows he can stand on the feet with him. So like, there, uh, that uh, no no one else on planet Earth can say that. That's actually good. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. Right. Okay. This could be my prediction. Hot take. I think this is gonna be Israel Adesanya's most exciting fight. I think that it's going to outclass Kelvin Gastelum's fight. I think it's going to be crazy. But You think it's going to be his most exciting? Watch him literally knock him out in the first round. That'd be crazy. I mean, that would be exciting. But <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for proving my point. Okay, thank you guys. <laughs> and we shall be back. And actually, actually, since Bianca will be over, maybe we'll just do a quick one on Saturday after the fights just to compare our card reaction. I'll think about it. Okay. Not what I want to do on my Saturday night. Can't we just, just spend 50 minutes looking for this in my uh, files? We the are audio not. Clip. <laughs> okay. We are Love not doing you guys. that tonight. Thank you so much. Maybe get to 300 <laughs> subscribers by the end of the freaking uh, uh, year. Christmas I don't know. present, maybe? Maybe Christmas um, present. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>